0: Cool to be here this morning and thankful for the young ones thankful to be able to be back in the house of the lord i'm looking forward to sunday school and for the service that's ahead of us and uh just all be in a deep prayer carcodes you uh, open up prayer for us this morning for sunday school We appreciate everybody come to Sunday school. <clears throat> Look to me like the crowd's kinda down today, but uh, we appreciate everybody that's here and, and uh we need your prayers. And our our lesson this morning's in the twenty first chapter of the book of Revelation. And uh and we say every, every time we get go to revelation, uh, most people that and, and I probably started doing this too. when when I first started trying to study the Bible, most people go into revelation uh, looking for all kinds of different stuff. and and the way it's written, uh, in this mind right here we can find a bunch of stuff if we're looking for it but the Bible every bit of it the Bible it says holy men of God wrote as they were moved upon by the Holy Ghost and it takes that same Holy Spirit to let you know what they was writing about and uh, uh, they don't teach it now. Th- I, I don't want nobody to misunderstand me. Now there's some people that teaches the thing just right, uh, but you don't you don't learn this from a natural standpoint. Is what I'm trying to say. Now education's good, and people ought to get all of it they can, but get it right and, uh, and I, that's, why I, that's why I like Sunday school uh, I've been I've been coming to church here ever, ever since I was eight or nine years old probably and uh, and come to Sunday school a lot of that time and uh, and it's been a big help in my life I think if people, especially, especially, if people got kids, they ought to have them in Sunday school. Uh, You only get one chance. And uh, if we're not careful, we mess them up. So uh, our lesson starts in the 10th verse of the 21st chapter of Revelation. Now and and this verse this one verse right here there's people got all kinds of theories and ideas and and uh, uh one guy tell you one thing and somebody else tell you something else and uh and none of them ain't got no idea. Hardly. Uh, but let me read it. And he carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain and shewed me that great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God. And uh, a lot of people looking... For that way out in the future somewhere, and uh, and I'll, I'll I'll say this: some people's going to see that way out in the future. But when when the Holy Jerusalem, the Holy City, come down for me, was that Sunday morning in 1956 when God spoke peace to my soul. This. God's kingdom moved in here. He said, my kingdom is within you. And when they when they wrote this verse, when they printed this lesson up, they should have put the ninth verse on here. Let me read that ninth verse. And there came unto me one of the seven angels, which had the seven vials full of the seven last plagues, and talked with me, saying, now here, listen to this, Come hither, I will shew thee the bride, the lamb's wife, so that's that's the holy city. that's the New Jerusalem as the is the church. listen in the twelfth chapter twelfth chapter of the book of Hebrews, Paul wrote I believe Paul wrote it, I ain't sure but but ye are come unto Mount Zion and unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to an innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly and church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven, and to God the judge of all, and to the spirits of just men made perfect. That's the church. The heavenly Jerusalem. And that... There's a scripture it's in a couple of different places one in Samuel I believe and there's one in maybe the 18th chapter of of, uh, Psalms said he bowed the heavens and came down And, and David was talking about his experience when he got saved and said he bowed the heavens and came down God I can testify to the fact that the morning I got saved God was there and he moved in right here and he's been there ever since. Now, I'm not always I've not always acted like it. Shame on me. But God never has. God he never has give up on me. as, as much of a failure as I've been, the Lord never has give up on me. And uh, every time every time I've went wrong or tried to do wrong or even thought about it he said you're mine now I have went against him a lot of times but he, he lets me know that I belong to him and uh, so every time I wanted to make this point that the holy city the new Jerusalem when Adam got saved it come down. And it's been doing that. Every every person that's ever been saved, that holy city comes down into their life every time. And that'll continue till the end of time, till the last person gets saved. And then he's going to deliver the kingdom up to God. And, uh, we're, we're waiting for that day. Uh, Sometimes, sometimes it's, it's kind of hard. Uh, sometimes I get a little bit homesick. And, and I ain't in no hurry to leave here. I don't, I, don't, I don't want nobody to think that. I'm in no hurry to leave here. This God's blessed me real good here. And still is. But I, the more I think about what I got waiting for me on the other side... Uh, the more I'd like to see it. And uh, and one of these days, one of these days, we'll be there. So I saw the holy city descending out of heaven from God, having the glory of God, and her light was like unto a stone most precious, even like a jasper stone clear and crystal, clear as crystal having the glory of God. Now, the only way, the only way you can see the glory of God in the church is to be in the Spirit. Now, and and people that's lost, now I want to make a point, people that's lost see the glory of God in the church. When the church gets lifted up, and when God reaches out to them. God has to show people his glory. And he does that. In the... Oh, I want to... I'm going to turn over and read a scripture. I think I got it marked here somewhere. In the real familiar scripture in the 8th chapter of the book of Proverbs. It said, Doth not wisdom cry... And understanding put forth her voice. She standeth in the top, in the top of the high places. By the way, in the places of the path, she crieth at the gate, at the entry of the city, at the coming in, at the doors. Unto you, O men, I call, and my voice is unto the sons of man. So God's God's been calling to humanity, in the in. In the gates of the city calling out uh, and and i got another scripture wrote down here somewhere and this is in the 22nd chapter of the book of revelation it said and the spirit and the bride say come and let him that heareth say come and let him that is a thirst come and and whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. The spirit and the bride say come. Now, the, the main ingredient, the bride, we can, we can get up, our Terry can get up here and, and go through the motions and say the say all the right words. But if the spirit don't start the thing, it's just words. But when God's spirit begins a thing and, and operates in it, then then the invitation's going out. God gives the invitation, and Terry stresses that quite often. God's Spirit makes the invitation, but God put us here for a purpose. We're to be a light to the world and uh, uh, get down. I'm getting ahead of myself maybe, but you go down on down through here, and it talks about all the jewels and the... And, uh, the, the pearls and the gold and how shiny the place is and uh, there's a scripture uh, and I think I got it wrote down here in, in the third chapter of the book of Malachi and I love this I love this scripture the 16th verse then they that feared the Lord spake often one to another And the Lord hearkened and heard it, and a book of remembrance was written before him for them that feared the Lord and that thought upon his name. Now listen. And they shall be mine, saith the Lord of hosts, in that day when I make up my jewels, and I will spare them as a man spareth his own son that serveth him. And now... God cleaned us up on the inside, and He made a jewel out of us. As far as God's concerned, what's and this what's down this here is ugly and dirty and and ain't much count really. But what God cleaned up down in here will shine like a noonday sun, if you could see it, actually see it, the way God does. And uh, so he cleaned us up, and, and we're one of the jewels in that city. Uh, I don't know, I don't know what, what kind you'd call us, but I, I know that we're a, we're a jewel in God's kingdom. And, uh, and I know this for a fact. God loves every one of us just exactly alike. And he's no respecter of persons. And a lot of times we can't understand that, but God's no respecter of persons and he loves he loves Terry Brock, but he loves me too. He loves you, he loves us everyone just the same, and Jesus come out of glory two thousand years ago to die for every one of us just alike individually i heard I heard Terry preach this one time and and, and, and absolute fact, I had not never really just thought of it, but every, every bit of Jesus' blood that he shed was shed for me. And every bit of it was shed for you. He died on the cross individually for each person. And everybody that's ever been born into this world We'll have opportunity, and we'll get to that in a minute in this lesson. We'll, get, we'll have opportunity to get saved. God's going to reach every one of them. He's, I read that scripture in Proverbs, unto you, O man, I call my voice to the sons of man. And that, there's a scripture over in the New Testament said, For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men. That's, that's past tense. God's already got that set. We could say set in stone. Uh, it's set in God's word, and that that's that's good enough for me. God's going to reach everybody. Every person, every person that's ever been born or ever will be born, God's going to give them an opportunity to be saved, or has given them an opportunity and it's, it's entirely up to them what they do with that and uh, anybody got a comment so the church having the glory of God and her light was like unto a stone most precious and uh, a jewel in the sight of God and when we When we humble our hearts, the Bible said where two or three come together in my name. That's the operative word right there, in my name. When two or three come together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. Now, if I I come to church for any other reason than in the name of Jesus, my heart might not get where I can worship God. But if I come in the name of the Lord, He's going to be here with me. I mean, He's with me always, but it'd be obvious. I'll be able to enjoy it. I'll be able to rejoice in it. And a lot of times, I get, I get in a place sometimes, I wonder, where you at, Lord? I ain't felt you in a while. It ain't the Lord that moved away. <laughs> If if anybody got away it was me. And uh but it, it's it's a it's an easy matter it seemed like for us to get where we can't maybe can't get a hold of the Lord or can't worship like we want to. But and it's not a hard matter to get back there either. All we got to do is get our heart humble, say, Lord, forgive me for being, or however you want to say it. But, and, and God, God, he's faithful, the Bible said he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins. And, uh, and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So he'll, he loves us. And had a wall great and high, and had twelve gates, and at the gates twelve angels, and names written thereon, which are the names of the twelve tribes of the children of Israel. Now, this a lot of times we'll talk about the church under the law and the church under uh, grace, but it's always been grace. Adam, Adam got saved by the same grace that I did. He was looking forward to the cross. And people say, well, he didn't have the book back there. He didn't have the story. Uh, God, God preached the gospel to Adam. And God told him, he gave him one law. And that's all he needed. The law was our schoolmaster to bring us to Christ, according to the Bible. And uh, and if you if you go down to there, Adam and Eve's sons, Cain killed Abel, and he knew he'd done wrong when he killed him. He had the law; it may not have been written on paper or in stone, but he had it in here. And uh, and God delivered God delivered the gospel when when Adam come out of the garden. When God put them out of the garden. He placed the cherubim at the entry of the garden. With a flaming sword to keep the way of the tree alive. He set the gospel at the gate. You got to go through the gospel to get back in. And uh, the gospel the Bible said is the power of God through faith unto salvation of them that believe. And uh, so it takes the gospel well, it took the gospel that Sunday morning, and I got saved. The preacher got up and preached "Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God, and God made that real down in here. And I know every one of you knows what I'm talking about. God made that real to me. And I still, I, I was bound and determined I was going to resist. I, I wasn't going to the altar. I didn't want nobody to know what kind of shape I was in. And if Edna Mason hadn't come to me that morning, I'd have probably stood right there. I appreciate God, God's mercy. Now there's there's a lot more in this than I can get out. I know that, but uh, in the thirteenth verse, it on the east. Three gates and on the north three gates and on the south three gates and on the west three gates the city is four square and uh, God made it exactly the way he wants it die. a lot of times people say well with all kinds of stuff t- try to tell you all kinds of stuff gonna be in heaven and I got no idea I know Jesus is going to be there I know God's going to be there and that's enough for me And if I know it's going to be better than anything I've ever seen down here And and How many times have you been in a real good meeting Just couldn't hardly keep from shouting, or maybe did shout. And uh, how good you felt! It's going to be better than that all the time in heaven. Ah, uh, they're going to they be some shouting up there, I think. I know. I, I I'll say this for I. This is one of my thoughts, anyway. I believe it's going to be more shouting on the way to heaven than we've ever heard before because I believe I believe when Jesus comes back and my grave opens up if I'm in it yeah. my grave opens up I'm go- and I see him coming I'm going to shout all the way to glory and I've never I've never shouted down here I've come awful close a few times I remember one time, this has been 50 or 60 years ago, probably over on Albert Street, Tony Martin was leading prayer meeting brother Ronnie's dad. And uh, he got up and was talking about all the names that Jesus was called in the Bible, the bright and the morning star and and the Rosa Sharon and, and I just about left my seat. I couldn't hardly hold myself down, but I did. <laughs> but probably as close to shouting as I ever come in my life, and uh, I ain't forgot that. Probably should have, but well, I know I should have. But uh, but I, I believe I believe I'll shout on my way to heaven. And the wall of the city had twelve foundations, and in them the names of the twelve apostles of the Lamb. Now, in the... And i got that wrote down here somewhere too, but... uh, In the fourteenth chapter of the book of Revelation, the thirteenth verse said and I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, right, blessed are the dead which die in the Lord from henceforth. yea saith the spirit that they may rest from their labours and their works do follow them. And these these men their names their names are still in the church today. And how many times have you heard preaching or me trying to teach and we'll quote something that Siegel or Albert Smith or Jarvey, or Flavis Ice one of them guys said 50 or 60 years ago and their works do follow them and what we do what we do by the power of the Holy Spirit don't matter what your job is but what you do by the power of the Spirit is eternal. I hope everybody understands that what we do in the Spirit is eternal, and uh, that's hard for us to understand. But that's a fact. Now, I've, I've heard I've heard people get up and testify before, and wasn't much in it. Uh, that I got a hold of anyway. I'll say it that way. And by the time church was over, I'd forgot what they said. But I've heard, I've heard little kids get up off the altar and, and say they got saved. And I, and I can remember a few from way back and, and it's because of the spirit that they said it in is the reason I can remember it because I know that was a fact That's, that was absolutely the, a fact and it, just a thought I want to throw in with that uh, when Jesus was baptized in Jordan when he come up straight out of the water the heavens opened and the dove, and, and, and God said, This is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. And I believe, I believe when everyone that's been saved by the grace of God goes in the water, God says, This is my beloved son or daughter, whoever it is, he witnesses that. Because you're, we're following God doing what he told us to do. But anyway, that's off the lesson a little bit. So the wall of the city had 12 foundations. And and it's got a sure foundation. Uh, when, when we got saved, every one of us, he set us on a rock. He established our going. And he put a new song in. The writer said he put a new song in my heart, even a song of praise unto my God. I may not have quoted that exactly right, but uh, did you ever, I know everybody here has done this, did you ever go through your daily routine sometime and just be humming a song and, and God fill your cup up and run it over? I couldn't tell you the number of times or baby be just be meditating on the scriptures and god god bless you or get down to pray and not be able to say a word it just has to it just has to come out of here and my grandpa used to say and I all all the time ain't the lord been good to us He meets with us when we come here. And He stays with us when we go home. And when we need Him, He'll show up when you don't even ask Him to. I couldn't tell you the number of times that I've, I've been in trouble and God showed up and just, just like He did when Lazarus was dead, he showed up just right on time. Anybody got anything? And he that talked with me had a golden reed to measure the city, and the gates thereof, and the wall thereof. Now, I don't know. I don't understand all about them measurements. I wouldn't even pretend to but I know the city's foursquare, four square and God fixed it exactly the way he wants it and I'm a part of that city God put me in in that city a uh, long time ago and uh, down in my soul now this this thing you look at on the outside ain't in yet. And that's hard for people to understand that there's two of us. But I'll say this. I was talking about the resurrection a while ago. Oh. The writer Paul wrote in Thessalonians said, I would not have you ignorant, brother, concerning them which are asleep, that you sorrow not as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose from the dead, even so, them that sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. And the spirits, that's talking about the spirits of the just men made perfect in the kingdom. He's coming back with Jesus when he comes. And wherever, wherever the body's laid down, they're going to take up a brand new one out of the seed that's planted in the ground, there's going to be a brand new body coming out just like the Lord. It doth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know we shall be like Him, for we shall see Him as He is. So we're going to be just like the Lord. And uh, all the sin, all the corruption, all the bad thoughts, and everything is going to be gone out of this thing. That's, that's about all I know. And, and it's going to be changed. You change our vile body make it like unto His glorious one. And, uh, and the city lies four square. And the length of it is as large as a breadth. And He measured... The city with the reed, 12,000 furlongs, the length and the breadth and the height of it are equal. And and everything that God does is equal. And uh, when when God saved me, and when He saved you, He gave every one of us the exact same thing. We all got the same, the same salvation, the same spirit, the same hope. Of course, that, that hope's in this thing here the, in the body. But the soul's already got everything it's going, it's going to get until the resurrection anyway. Uh, this, this thing right here has got to be changed. We got, we got that hope. But he gave us everyone the same thing. And he measured the wall thereof, an hundred and forty and four cubits, according to the measure of man, that is, of the angel. And the building of the wall of it was of jasper, and the city was pure gold, like on a clear glass. And God, what God does, the Bible said he does forever. And he does it that men might fear before him, and uh, Everything that God's made, and I want everybody to understand me, everything that God's made is the very best. Now, He made man, and man fell from the holy state He was in because of sin. God knew that was going to happen when He put Adam in the garden. He already He already, I want you to understand this, He already had the way made for Adam to get saved before He ever created the heavens and the earth. The Bible said that Jesus stood as a lamb slain from the foundation of the world. God already knew that Jesus was going to pay the price for Adam before He ever made Adam. He said let us make man in our image and after our likeness. Then he said he made man in his image and the image of God created he them. David said I'll be satisfied when I awake with his likeness. And, and the Bible said we'd be like him for we shall see him as he is. I quoted that a minute ago I think. And not. Uh, so we're going we're gonna to raise in the likeness of Christ and then he'll be finished with his, with his creation. Man, the finished product when we get up out of the grave go home to be with God that'll be the finished product that God started in the beginning. And uh, we'll be just like him. He said, in his likeness. So we'll be just like him. Well, it was a jasper and pure gold like on a clear glass. There's no way we can even visualize that. But it, it's beyond it's beyond understanding as far as this natural mind. But it, it's it's Greater, I said this earlier, greater than anything we've ever seen or ever imagined. The Bible said, I hath not seen, ear hath not heard, neither hath entered the heart of man the things that God has prepared for them that love him. So we can't we can't even visualize it or imagine it. But God's got it prepared. He he said he he'll say to them on the right hand. Come you blessed of my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. It was already ready. Adam could have, if God wanted him to, Adam could have moved right into heaven. Uh, Way back then, it was already there. Gee, a lot of people say, well, Jesus went to prepare build heaven, build mansions in heaven. Jesus said to himself, in my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. And he said, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I'll come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am there you may be also. Jesus, and Terry preaches this all the time, Jesus went to the cross to prepare a place for me. By his death, burial, and resurrection, he prepared a place for me in eternity. I had no way in before that. I don't want nobody to misunderstand what I just said then. I had no way in before that. The people that was born back Adam's day and on down till the time Jesus come got saved looking at the cross. Zechariah wrote about the fountain being opened in Jerusalem and part flowed to the former sea and part to the hinder sea. The blood of Christ, the Bible says this now, the blood of Christ cleanseth From all sin. A-L-L. That didn't say all sin after he died. That was all sin from the time that Adam ate the fruit in the garden till, till Jesus comes in the clouds to take us home. That includes every bit of it. Now, how many times... I can ask you guys this this question. How many times have you had to, since you've been saved, have you had to go to God and say, Lord, forgive me, I'm I'm wrong again? I couldn't number them. I couldn't count them. How many times has he failed to to forgive you? As far as I know, never. When, when I got my heart on, God was right there. And uh, He'd take care of us. And the, the foundations of the wall of the city were garnished with all manner of precious stones. That's some of the jewels. The first foundation was jasper, the second sapphire, the third a chalcedony, the fourth an emerald, the fifth sardony, and the sixth sardius, the seventh chrysolite, the eighth burl, the ninth a topaz, the tenth a chrysoprastus, the eleventh a jacent, the twelfth an amethyst. And the twelve gates were twelve pearls. Every, every several gate was a one pearl. And the street of the city was pure gold. as It were transparent glass. When, and I done, I done covered this, but when, when we got saved, that city entered into us and we entered into it. I've been walking down in my soul. I've been walking on the street of gold ever since. I've been enjoying God's kingdom. And when, when I can humble my heart and allow God to use me like, like He wants to, I can enjoy being a part of God's kingdom. There's no greater joy and I'm sure every one of you understand, knows this, and understand there's no greater joy this side of heaven than being able to do something for God and feel His Spirit move down in your soul, let you know you're doing the right thing. It's, it's like the Bible said, joy unspeakable and full of glory. And I, I love that song Tracy sings, joy, joy, joy. Uh, and it is there's no greater joy than doing something for god and if uh, if i just come to church i'm speaking just for me now i don't i can't speak for everybody else but if i just come to church and never put forth any effort at all to do anything uh, I'd kind of dry up a little bit, I think maybe I am a little anyway, but i'd uh, and and every one of us got a different we've all got different things some people some people got a real good gift to testify in, and uh, we got several several preachers here that God's give good gifts God's blessed them we got singers that God's blessed and all kinds of different talent and i think i think a lot of times when i get to thinking about the gifts that God's given us think about billy ray neal He'd get up and try to testify. And he just, he'd just blubber a little bit and couldn't get it out hardly till you could understand it. But it, it was so full of the Spirit, it set you on fire. And uh, so God, God give every one of us our separate gift. But He expects me to use mine. He expects you to use yours when the time comes. And the Spirit, if we if we operate in the kingdom, we'll wait for the Spirit to move, but now I listen, just a point and then I gotta quit. I got I gotta be in shape for the Spirit to move in my life before He can use me. If I come to church and I don't care how much I'm praying, if I say, Lord, Lord help me to get where I need to be.